our best defense has been social distancing. No handshaking, staying home when you're sick, washing your hands frequently. Did you wash your hands? Welcome to a special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. As we continue to deal with the coronavirus pandemic that has affected the world over, your hosts Alvin and Edmund will be joined by medical professionals that will keep you informed, safe, and healthy inside and out. And now, here are your hosts, Alvin and Edmund. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? This is Alvin. And Edmund. On The Real 1100. How you doing, man? What's going on? I'm good. What's up, everybody? You doing good, man? I'm doing good, bro. You enjoying this heat? I am actually, yeah. Well, so Jerry and I are going on. Now, if he's still on, if he's still on, if he's still on the same no heat team, okay. are you still on the no heat team? You, you got some air conditioning right now. What you mean on car? Right. Yeah, I got some air conditioning. Oh, so you? Oh, so it's like that. I, 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 I fist it, you know. What oh, I'm saying? It's, it's getting too hot out here. You know? <laughs> Pass out on the road, man. Y'all really those those people? Yeah, we didn't have no heat. Tell no, Jerry no, no, for no, 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 no. I'm talking about. You said no heat. I mean, no AC. No, no air conditioning. No, no AC. And so y'all not even enjoying the, the 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 element of the heat and just roll your windows down. Let your that's what we were doing because we didn't have no no air conditioning oh, prior to now. But yeah. it, it hasn't been that hot. We talking about three going on three summers. Oh, okay. I thought last you were summer, summer before. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 You deserve some AC. Yeah. 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 Treat, mm-hmm. treat yourself. Yeah. I saw. He, I saw when I saw him, they had the windows roll up. I was like, I know you ain't went got some air conditioning. <laughs> I'm mean, like, what is going on? I ain't got no air. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, y'all, we're going to have a lovely day in spite of what's going on in the world today. Yes. It's still a good day. I promise you God is still in charge. And yes, I look like it, y'all. I know it's looking rough out there. <clears throat> you know, one thing about turbulence and trouble, uh, when things are really, really rough, it always, I know it's easy, it sounds like it's easy to say, but it always, it always get brighter on the other side. Speak to them. It always. You know, I, I remember this story. This this, uh, this girl and her father was going through this storm. I'll tell you this really quick. Uh, they were going through a storm, and it was storming really, really, really bad. He kept telling telling his daughter, uh, the daughter kept saying, Dad, I want to pull over. I want to pull over. And she said, he said, no, I'll keep driving. And as they was driving, it was dark. The wind was blowing, and it was storming really, really bad. And she kept saying, I wanted to pull over because there was other cars that had pulled over while they was in the storm. And he just kept saying, nope, keep driving. And they went under this bridge and people were under the bridge and it was storming. And she wanted to pull over. He said, nope, just keep driving. Mm-hmm. After they kept driving and then after a while, the storm, they start running out of the storm. He told her, he said, stop the car. And she's like, stop the car? He said, yeah, stop the car. He told her, stop the car and get out. They got out. He said, look back there. He said, you see that storm? This is where we'd have still been if you had stayed in, if we had, got, if we had parked. You got to go through it to you get to gotta it. You got to go through it to get to it. Yes. So, y'all, I know it looks rough, and ain't no telling what's in that storm, but if you keep moving, you will drive or you will walk or you will ride out of it. All right? I even tell myself that every day. There you go. Every day. Sometimes you have to, man. Yeah, we have a great show on tap today. Dr. Alexander, Dr. Hines, Dr. Sewell will be calling in today, and they are going real deep medical today. They got topics uh, they don't have that say anything about blood pressure or cholesterol they're going deep into the medical chest to show you how the issues we got going on how it affects the med- the medical part of, of your how it affects your body uh in a in an indirect medical and mental and some some other kind of way dr hines has been talking about how the coronavirus is just shot through the roof now okay because people are not able to social distance because they're doing the riding you know they're trying to they're trying to uh march I okay. shouldn't say Ryan. They're, they're marching, yeah, marching and protesting. protesting. Yeah, so they're protesting. And if anybody out there is listening to us uh, about this whole protesting thing, y'all please be safe out there. Understand that uh, 
Whatever you do, just be safe. I can't tell you how because I'm not out there marching with you because I know whatever marching you're doing and the benefit is going to benefit me too. So I can't tell you how to do, but I can ask you to be safe, Mm -hmm. be smart, and Mm -hmm. and pay attention to because the community that you're in, there's a mother, there's a father, there's a son, there's a daughter. <clears throat> that rely on some of those stores in those in those surrounding areas. They yes. got to be able to work. Definitely. If you've burnt down the Target and they need some tissue, ain't going to be no Target for you to get no tissue from as this coronavirus keep popping up. There's, been, there's not going to be a store where the elderly that's in that community can go to the store. So I, I understand the anger. Trust me, I trust me, I trust, trust me, I do. But keep in mind, some of the people you may be hurting unintentionally may be the people that need the help the most. So you have to just... Just uh, be try to try to think about the person around you or that you may be affecting as you are protesting. And if you see somebody doing something they shouldn't be doing, take a picture, send it out. I wouldn't suggest you try to be a police because there's some crazy people out here. Yes, they are. And we don't know who's all mixed into these protests. Mm-hmm. We know the purpose. And I want to ask you something. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> did y'all see the statement that Drew Brees made? Yes, I did. So, I was able to see that statement before leaving out and um, running some errands. He, 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 he said he's, he, he apologized for it, but mm-hmm. he should not be made to apologize for something he really mean in the first place. Cause it seemed like he he, pro- he apologized because he's like, well, let me go and say I'm sorry. If it took that much heat for you to apologize, mm-hmm. that means you apologize under duress, under the heat. That's not how your emotions. And then you're going to say, well, I'm sorry that I hurt people in the midst of this. How could you not know that if you have, you see the hurt people are already going through, but you want to apologize for the hurt that you just said, the stuff you said? I don't know how, that don't make sense to me. What you think? <clears throat> well, I'll say this, you know. Um, big shout out to Kaepernick, who, yes. you know, kind of started the this protest. whole element yeah. with uh, taking the knee. Right. You know, and it not being, you know, disrespectful doing it in a respectful manner. Peaceful protest. Peaceful protest. And you see how it actually has caught on now. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, a lot of times you take whatever is thrown at you when you're in the first mm-hmm. of a situation. People can't understand it. They really can't get it until much later. Right. And then they pick up on it and they, they join in on it. Mm-hmm. So to what you're saying as far as Breeze, you know, hey, Easily, I could I could vocalize you know my take on it, but at the end of the day, it's not for me to judge that man's yeah, heart. That's how you Hopefully, feel. there is a change. Um, you know, with me, conversation wise, like whomever it is and however they may feel about something, you know, you gotta also take into consideration that you know when things are pointed out, because you know a lot of times people really don't have a care about something until direct, it directly it affects them. Mm-hmm. You know, Tells this is direct out. affecting everyone everyone yeah it is you know and prior to that that's what COVID was doing Mm -hmm. and even you know on one of the previous shows you know my take on it was like you know racism is a situation like COVID you really don't know you know um who has it or or how it affects you Mm -hmm. until you're affected by it right you know whether that's directly or indirectly right um luckily there are a lot of people that are actually speaking up Mm -hmm. you know um other than just brown and black people you know yeah um, it's a it's a it's a human thing. It's a American thing. It's a you know us thing. It's a yeah we we, you we know? the people we the people. All right, y'all. Uh, we gonna kick this show off. We know we got. I think Doctor Alexander probably has already called, and he's always on time and all that good stuff. Probably like getting some sun before he before there he you go in. with that. Yeah. I'm just it's, it's sunshine, man. What you talking about? I'm just nah, he's clowning you. It's not I'm me just, this time. Hey, man, it's it's <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all know how we start the show. We always start the show with the Black National Anthem. 
all those kind of things. We do that to uh, educate our people on the Black National Anthem and other people that didn't know that there was a Black National Anthem and the purpose thereof. It was written by two brothers. I always tell you this. One was a poet and one was an attorney. Can you imagine they put it together, put it to lyrics? And there you have it. This is Alvin and Edmund on the Old Fashioned Health Show on The Real 1100. Rejuvenation for youthfulness and beauty is trending worldwide. People are getting laser hair removal, Botox, dermal fillers, skin brightening, tightening, lifting, and reshaping. SmartPlex ATL, a comprehensive medical spa, located in East Cobb, 4799 Old Town Parkway. You can also visit us online at SmartPlexATL.com. Dr. Alexander and his team enjoy pampering you while you receive customized treatments in a beautiful, calming, zen-like atmosphere. SmartPlex ATL, we are your Hollywood destination for exciting, youthful rejuvenation. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Old Fashioned Health Show. This is Alvin. And Edmund. Okay, y'all. You know we got Doc on the other line. Doc, you there? 
Doc? I'm not sure if Doc is there yet. Doc, Doc, you there? Hello? Yeah. Doc, we got you. Hello? Okay, I thought we had Doc. I heard something in the background. Yeah, I heard something in the background. Issue. Maybe it's Bluetooth is connected. Yeah. Until Doc, we, you got us? You there, Doc? We may have lost him. He'll All call right, back. Doc, yeah. All right, Doc. If you if you uh if you can hear us, call us back. We lost. I think we got caught up in that uh, lift every voice and sing. Probably stepped out for a minute, but yeah. So uh, we got Dr. Elizana is gonna be calling in here shortly. Um, I think there's him calling back. But Evan, go ahead. Talk to me. <laughs> oh no, nah, he go Doc. I'm gonna let Doc talk to him. Right, we're gonna bring Doc in. See what he's talking about today. Doc, you there? I'm here, gentlemen. Gentlemen, what's up, Doc? Man? How we doing today? Doing awesome, man. How you doing, Doc? Let me, oh man, let me, fabulous day, fabulous day. You me, know we got a lot to cover. Yeah. So uh, let's just jump right in. First things, you know how we start out, right? Yes, we, we do. Okay. Left, right. Okay. So we get left, right. We're going to use it or lose it. So mm -hmm. if we're going to use it, we're going to keep it on the right. If we're going to lose it, we're going to keep it on the left. So this one, I want you to think about this now. Don't just jump right in. Walnuts. Keep used. Yeah, to the right. Organic. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I, you know what? The reason I threw that in there is because, you know, a lot of people are talking about nuts. They're adding that to their diet, and they're just eating all kinds of nuts, and they don't really know what they're getting. But the walnut is the champion. It's the champion of nuts. And one of the reasons is it has so many antioxidants in it, and it's so much more powerful than the other nuts. And a lot of people will eat peanuts, and they think they're doing really well. Well, you're not doing bad, but you're just not doing as good as you should be. Vitamin E in walnuts is anywhere from two to 15 times more powerful than regular vitamin E itself. The antioxidants found in walnuts. Right. So you want to go ahead and get your walnuts. Uh, you don't have to worry about whether they're conventional or organic. Just get your walnuts. Try to eat them not roasted, okay? Right. All right, so that's for this week. Now, we're going to change pace a little bit. You know, normally I talk fast, but this one has really got me deep in my heart. So I'm going to slow the pace down. And uh, I'm going to try to go through this as quickly as possible. Okay. And then uh, hopefully we'll have some time to discuss some things. All right. <clears throat> Systemic racism is just all around us. And, and so often, you know, we have been accused of being paranoid when it comes to that. But let's just be real. You know, we've been oppressed, disadvantaged, disenfranchised, persecuted. You know, and of late, you know, we have been more or less like sport trophies. Hmm. Or... You know, a lot of people that are out there, you know, the general public as well as uh, many of the police officers that uh, are running around with this sickness in their head. And uh, this has gotten us to where now we're, we're, we're actually feeling like we're being stalked. Mm. And, you know, we go out and, you know, in our homes, you know, we don't know if somebody's going to break the door down and we might get shot. Uh, if we're sitting in our car, you know, if we get stopped on a routine stop. Uh, if we're driving, if we're walking down the street, you know, if we're out with dinner with, with our friends, our family, our loved ones, uh, if we're in the park, you know, we can't even enjoy ourselves in the park because somebody will say that um, there's, there's something that we're doing that's not appropriate in Central Park. So, uh, you know, even in church, uh, it hasn't been that safe over the last few years. You know, we've had some of these radical groups coming in and, uh, you know, just, just shooting, shooting us up like, like we don't count. But I think the last straw was to see a man in a modern-day lynching, you know. And, and the reason I call it a modern-day lynching because 
in lynchings, uh, even in the old movies when you used to watch like The Godfather and stuff, and they take a plastic bag and they put it over your face, the person would flinch for about 10 to 15 seconds and then it's over. Because they would they would asphyxiate is what we're calling it, right? Mm-hmm. But actually, it's, we, we call it suffocation. Uh, and even with a, an, an old-time lynching, you know, the person would drop, the pressure around the neck would be so much that in 10 to 15 seconds, all life would be gone. Um, but what we witnessed was a man who was slowly suffocated in a very methodical way. And the readjustment of the police officer's um, leg, especially after he had appeared to be out conscious, he was just out cold. Uh, Derek Chauvin is, is the officer's name. We don't ever want to forget that. Uh, just told me that this was a modern day lynching and that he was very proud to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had, you know, some accomplices, too. We don't want to forget who they are. J. Alexander Kuhn, that's K-U-E-N-G, Thomas Lane, and Officer Tao Tao, T-H-A-O. These men kind of were complicit in this, this modern-day lynching. Now, what does that mean to us? You know, when we sit back and we watch something like this, or we have to think about when we go out the house how we are going to be met by the general public or police officers, there's a stress hormone called adrenaline and, and cortisol uh, that is released. There's some other hormones as well, but, but these inflammatory cytokines that are released in our bodies that require us to need more and more nutrients in order to, to be able to replace the nutrients that we're losing at that point because our bodies are working at a very high rate. We're losing vitamin C and vitamin B, selenium, magnesium, zinc, even uh, the amino acids, tryptophan and, and phenylalanine and tyrosine are being used in incredible uh, amounts okay. during this time. So the body's getting weakened, especially if we can't replace those things. Um, some of the things that, that actually... And this really got me when I was looking up stress, like some of the commonly connected things to stress. Listen to these 15 things that are here. Adaptation, anxiety, arousal, burnout, coping, exertion, exhaustion, exposure, fatigue, hardiness, mental load, repetitiveness, strain, stressor, and tension. Out of those 15 things, the only one I could take off of the, the list of what we're dealing with today as, as black men and black women, especially black men, walking out into the community and not knowing if somebody's going to shoot us down for a traffic stop or, or put their knee on my neck and choke me to death, even as a, as a physician, the only one I could take off of there was hardiness. Out of 15 stressors, I personally am, am experiencing 14. Daily. And to see that man killed the way he was, and, and, and them to just look into the camera as if they were in, in, in playing a role for some cinema, it just really, it, 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 it irked me. So some of the things that we, we got to realize, what hap- what's happening inside the body uh, is that, one, these hormones, when they're secreted, it helps you to focus more, right? So when you become anxious and your adrenaline kicks in, all of a sudden all your attention is on that thing. So you start to focus more. You have sharper attention. The blood to your brain starts to increase. The cardiovascular 
uh, flow to the heart because the heart has to pump harder. You know, that's why you become anxious because your, your, your pulse is, is kicking in. The energy and the nutrients to the brain starts to go more, even to the muscles. You have to get more to the muscles. And then, you know, the immune system has to modulate itself. And so that's what we're talking about disease and getting colds and flus and cancers and that kind of stuff. If you are in this constant state of awareness and you can't calm down, you can't go into the environment and feel like you're a part of the community. You can't go out and eat without looking over your shoulder. You can't drive your car without worrying about whether a cop's going to pull up behind you and pull you over and drag you out and shoot you while your hands are on the steering wheel. Then you are going to always have these chemicals. The other thing that people don't realize is it, the intimacy you need within your home these hormones and these chemicals inhibit the reproductive physiology and the sexual behavior of the individual. It even changes your appetite, and many of us have felt that. So we have to get back to, one, we have to find a way to express ourselves. People have been doing it in all kinds of ways because this energy is building up, and we just got to release it. So when I see somebody burning down stores and stuff, I don't want that to happen, but I understand. Yeah. I know that we have to bring it back together because I don't want them to shoot you down and I don't want you to destroy my business. But I understand. Yeah. Yeah. What we do have to do is get a general message as to how we focus so that we can calm these bodies down. Because what's happening is the systemic racism is systemically killing us. Even the people who don't have a gun to their head or not getting choked to death, we cannot function with anxiety and stress and these chemicals being on point 24-7. You're supposed to have a relaxed state. When you go to bed at night, you're supposed to be relaxed so that when you wake up in the morning, all those chemicals go out. You're supposed to be able to, to, to sit and meditate for a while. So what we're going to have to do is be more conscious, people, of what is happening to us. And then we have to do things like eat foods that our healing and will calm us down. We have to meditate. We have to get good sleep. We have to drink lots of water. And we do need to take supplements. We can get not, at this point in time, we cannot get enough of these supplements, the vitamin C, the vitamin E, the selenium, magnesium, um, and the amino acids. You take a good amino acid at this time and a good multivitamin. At the very least, this will at least keep you so that you can refuel your body. But sure, we need to find a central focus and begin to allow the central focus to be able to calm us and to be able to gear our energies in a way that is not killing us. Mm. Ooh, that, that, was, that, was, that was heavy right there. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't mean to go in too hard, but no, I had good. to. No, no. <laughs> hey, say what's on your mind and on your heart, man, because a lot of the listeners, when, when they hear that passion in it, they really take – I listen to what's what's being said, and they're going through it too. Yeah, yeah, we are. We're all going through it right now, you know. And like you said, it's it's. I can hear the passion in your voice and 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 some of that experience because we could all, you know, sit in a room and talk about different experiences that we've had and have felt that way and on a daily basis, whether it's in our profession, our community, you know, our career, our job, our business, whatever it may be. It's like it's um, a, a a second rule of law. Yeah that you have to follow, you know, that's unspoken a lot of time. And that's a lot of pressure to be held under. You, you know, one of the ways that, I, that I've that i learned to adapt and not, so I'm using several words, adapt, deal, live, and all those kind of things fall under one heading at some point. I always remember that there's not one thing new under the sun. 
everything that's going on right now is not new. Mm-hmm. It's just we're experiencing it right now, right? So in life, it's like the time that we're going through it now is the time we're going through. We don't know how it's going to pan out. We don't know anything. The thing you have, the thing to, that makes me live for the next moment is me getting past the current moment. And okay. then I go to the next moment because especially when it's something beyond my control, it's like I don't have a turn on switch, a turn off switch. So I I, I kind of deal with life the way I deal with the food that's on my plate. How is that? You can only eat one spoon or fork at a time. As beautiful as the plate is, I cannot juggle it all down in my throat at one time because it's going to make me sick. It's not going to go down right. It's going to be a whole lot of things going on. So I have to live my life the same way I do that that food i just take one bite at a time and then i walk again one bite at a time because i can i can't i can only do what's in the capacity of what i can do random question for you now do you eat one portion of the meal and then or do you eat a little bit of everything together well i kind of like flavor so if i'm eating kale on this side for this this first moment then i might break off a sweet potato next i don't just eat one piece and finish up one section of the food and i, I mix it all up so okay. they, that's how you enjoy life you just get a little bit at a time, you switch from this, you switch yeah. from that. It's kind of like watching the same news over and over and over. It is not good for you. And the news, Doc, is really... So, so me and Doc probably can remember, and you can remember, Edwin, when the news used to come on, what, twice a day, Doc? Right. And that was it. <clears throat> and so you didn't have that same anxiety. Technology has afforded us the opportunity to see everything at that very moment all day long. If you are able to turn your brain and say, okay, this is what I'm going to allow my brain to deal with, because... I can't do nothing about none of it. Mm-hmm. So I just, I got to the point I only watched the news like once or twice. And then I started watching X-Men and everything else. Because I, I know, you you I, I, know I can't do nothing. But, but at this point, just get a peace of mind and say, you know, I, I can't do nothing about tomorrow. Because if you don't, I'm going to be at Doc's office saying, Doc, give me some of that vitamin <laughs> C shot, that D, and a little bit of this right here. You should anyway. And a little bit of right, that. Right, Doc? <laughs> so... Well, yeah, you should, but, you know, I, I think this is where I differ a little bit, and this is why I love your show so much, because we can differ. Um, one of the things is that, you know, if we don't look at what history is telling us, and the last three years have been really, really bad, and it, and it has been a it's, a, it's a part of history now, the things that have happened to us. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in Home Depot uh, two days ago, and I walked up behind this, this white female. I had my scrubs on. On my shoulder, it says aesthetics treatments and lasers on on my chest i have the caduceus it says dr elmore alexander on my chest and yet she was jumping all over the place like i had done something to her and it didn't make any sense i mean i ignored her because i was trying to get to the bathroom i wasn't even thinking about her um but and we were in home depot and it was crowded in there i had a mask on yes but she had one on too i didn't jump from her then we happened to come around the same aisle coming down the aisle she thought i was following her now i'm I'm totally in a different part of the store coming down the aisle. She comes out saying, well, she backs up and goes down the other aisle. The problem with that is, you know, if she wanted to say that she felt like I was following her, then here it is. I got to deal with, with, with police all over again. Okay. I got to explain myself, but I could have just as easily said she was following me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but that's not what happened. And, and so we do have to be more conscious of, of, of what we're doing. I think we do have to make sure that there is some justice in things like this when people are just egregious in their behavior, and we have to be involved in it on some level. Because if we don't, the stress is going to, in, it's going to increase, and it is going to make it so that some of the rationalization, the rationalizing that we should have as people, we will begin to lose it as well. Because mm-hmm. We are the ones that are being taxed to a point where our brains are not going to think as 
objectively as they should because we've been put under this kind of pressure. And that's what some people want us to do. They want us to act a fool, and that's why they got folks out there that are perpetrating like they're peaceful marchers, and they're the ones that's actually throwing things through the windows. Yeah. You know, because they're trying to incite those kinds of problems. But as far as from a health perspective, we do need to get a hold of it. We need to find some meditation time. You need to get away from it for a minute. And we need to talk each other down a little bit. We need to find a better way besides, you know, let's just go and burn everything down because that is just going to get us killed. What we do have to do is get a better movement. And one way is, like I've been telling people is, let's get off the grid. Get your plants. Grow some of your own food. You know, when we start to become more independent in the mm-hmm. things that we do and the services that we we, um, we access, then that will be one step from people respecting us at a different level. Mm, yes. Yeah, amen. That's. Well, I'm close. I'm, I'm I'm already vegetarian, so I can grow all my food I eat. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, thank you so much, man. Really, really appreciate you calling in. Looking forward to every time you call in. We get so excited at our first call for the day. It's like the first first patient for the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take it on, bro. Let's right, take man. it on. I appreciate you guys as usual. I love you. Definitely. Stay healthy. Keep your heads into the game. And you know what? Think about your bodies because the number, the, the number two, the two things that we need that we have that that we cannot sacrifice is our brains and our bodies. Amen. Let's keep you healthy. And Thanks, your Doc. <laughs> have a good one. All right, Doc. Have a good one. All right. Be safe. All right, be take blessed. Care. All right. This Bye-bye. is Alvin and Edmund here on the Old Fashioned Health Show on the Real 1100. Hey, man, I got a son. We're going to kick this off with right quick, and we'll be right back with Dr. Hines. Let's do it. show
All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Old Fashioned Health Show. Good health inside and out. That was uh, Miss Stephanie Mills and Teddy Pendergrass. We have Dr. Hines on the line. Doc, how you doing? Hey, Alvin. How are you today? I got a question for you. Okay. How much you, <clears throat> do you know about Stephanie Mills? Um, <clears throat> do you know I, I Stephanie? I know a little bit about Stephanie okay. and, and Teddy P. Oh, okay. I'm old enough to know. I just wanted people to let people know you do more than just practice medicine. You know how to do a little line dance and all that kind of stuff, too, right? <laughs> oh, a little bit. Mm, okay. <laughs> Doc, what you got for us today? So, you know, first of all, hey, everybody. Um, you know, I hope everyone is, is staying well and staying safe. Yes. Uh, this has been a, a tough week for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, a couple things that I wanted to to chime in on um, today. And so I, I will, I'll start off by saying um, that while COVID or coronavirus uh, is a public health, health crisis, um, so is police violence against black people. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that said, I want to just say their names, okay. if you will, in, indulge me. Yes, please, please. Uh, so we have uh, George and Ahmad and Atatiana and Botham, <clears throat> excuse me, mm-hmm. and Elton and Michael and Trayvon mm. and Terrence mm. and Philando and Samuel and Sandra and Freddie and Walter and Akai and Laquan and Christian and Tamir and Eric, and Oscar, and Brianna. And sadly, that is not even a complete list. Mm. What is happening to to people of color, to black people in this country has has been coming to a head for a while. And now we are seeing the the fruit of not tending to our our garden properly. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I'm I'm reminded of two statements of of two great leaders. Um, the late President John F. Kennedy said, uh, "Those who make peaceful revolution impossible will make violent revolution inevitable." Wow! Wow! And of course, here in Atlanta, our our great Martin Luther King Jr. said, "A riot is the language of the unheard." Wow. And so, what we see now is people who have peacefully protested, people who have asked to be seen and to be heard, are are now demanding to be seen mm-hmm. and to be heard. Exactly. And mm. and this has captured the attention of of the world. The world. As you, as you see yes. that there are gatherings because people of color all across this, this earth know what it is to be oppressed and unheard. And and we are rising up in solidarity for one another to say that, you know, enough is enough of this and that it's time for something to change. But with that and seeing that in the news and such, 
it becomes overwhelming mm-hmm. to see it because it is all that we are talking about. We are reliving things because, you know, this is a trauma. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't know any of the people that are directly affected, that are victims of this violence, you know what it is, especially if you are a black person in this country, you know what it is to be right. black in America. Mm-hmm. So you know what it is to be followed in the store. You know what it is to be asked if you belong here. You may know what it is to be pulled over and questioned by the police. Yes. So all of us in one way or another have experienced this trauma on some level. Mm. And so now that we are seeing this all in the news and such, what I, what I really wanted to talk about today is how do we take care of ourselves in a time of crisis such as this. So the first thing to do is to excuse me, acknowledge your hurt. Mm. Because if you don't say, this is bothering me, or I am hurting as a result of what I see, or I am hurting as a result of what I have experienced, you can't heal that. Right? Right. Yes, that's true. And that's the next... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just um, agreeing with what you you were saying. I was going to say, and I think that's where a lot of people are with a lot of... um, situations that they've been in and experiences and it's, it's, it's coming it's coming out now because they can talk about it for so long you know people have had to just sweep it on the rug and just say oh well so is you know life right yeah because you know I, I think this quote is attributed to to will smith that you know racism isn't getting worse it's just getting filmed mm-hmm. that's right you know we we all have have known that this stuff has been happening in our community for decades, um, but it is just now that we are able to, through the power of you know, telephones and communications and social media, that we are able to get this out into a larger audience to see, to, so that they can see, you know, this is what has been going on. Mm. To that extent, uh, sometimes it's okay to disconnect even though, you know, you want to be a part of this momentum that is happening and a part of this, of what I hope will be a positive change for our country. Sometimes it's okay just to cut the TV off, to log off from social media, and just take a minute to just breathe or cry or scream or be in that moment and however you choose to be in that moment. Um, You know, a lot of us have shed many, many tears over what is going on in our community now, and Mm -hmm. crying can be very cathartic. It can be good for you just to get that emotion out. Right. Um, We also can channel our energies so we are not helpless here, right? Right. Right. We can can channel our energies now. Perhaps you don't want to go out and protest, and, and I understand the reasons for that. But there are lots of organizations that are working towards the change that we all want to see. You can donate money. You can donate time and really channel this hurt and rage into the change that you want to see in the world. I encourage people to reach out for support. 
because there are, however you are feeling, there are a lot of people feeling exactly that. Mm-hmm. Whatever that may be. If you are afraid, if you are feeling lonely, if you are feeling angry, whatever that may be, there's somebody that is feeling that. And somebody in your in your real life circle is, is feeling that. Mm-hmm. So this is this is a good time, even though we're social distancing, I hope still. <laughs> um, a good time to to reconnect on those levels with with our real life people. Um, and get through this. And and lastly, um, you know, that if those things still are not meeting your needs, please seek help. Um, counseling is, is, is a great thing um, right. to get you through tough times um, such as this, because, you know, even though this is going on in the world, people are still having issues on their personal, in their personal life. That's and right, exactly. It can be very, very easy to become overwhelmed with just getting through life. And so, you know, I I encourage people um, to seek help. So, Doc, you know, this is now, yeah. so this is going to be a question that I, that's just an open mic question. And I, don't even, I don't know if we have an answer that's going to make people feel better. But, you know, one of the things I feel that's the elephant in the room, and this is going to mm-hmm. be deep, y'all, so y'all watch this. You know, a lot of times we've been taught to just pray and, and say, you know, God going God gonna to make a way. And just, mm-hmm. just, for, just so I can tell y'all, for GP, he does definitely do that. However, what's hard for people to see is, they want to ask how long and how much more. And so you don't sure. know what to tell people. Uh, well, or explain to people because they want to know how long um, and why. And when is, when is something going to change? And, and I think that's the biggest thing. Even like being a doctor, people come to you and say, okay, doc, how long is it going to take me to get well? I say, oh, I'll take two or three days. It'll take about six weeks or six days, three days. Just right, take these antibiotics right. and then you'll be ready. But when you don't have an answer to how long or why, I think it really leaves the people with an empty feeling as opposed to you filling it in with the only medicine you can give them at that point is trust. You see what I'm saying? And so I don't, I, that's, that's the only thing I can give people. And then when you run into the fact that a person doesn't have what they consider a God or faith or trust that they believe in, then that's really hard to explain people that, trust in God and they like well okay why is God allowing me to go through this and then you have to give them the the medication that's called he know what he doing you know you got to prescribe certain kind of medications that's scriptural that you've understood and read that's the kind of medicine that that I know that I think uh is what helps people uh, in the long run and and that is that is a hard question um you know because we we do serve those of us who believe do serve an awesome God, mm-hmm. um, and it can be difficult, or it can be difficult to understand and easy to question. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, why me? Why now? Why this? Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, you know, I don't have any of the answers to that. No, you know what I'm saying. And, yeah. and that is, you know, when people ask me, you know, even with with the disease process, you know, why did I get cancer? And and I have absolutely no no good answer as for why that happened to you. Mm. 
You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Or, or why did my husband die or my wife die? Why is my child sick? Wow. And, you know. Wow, that's, that's kind of deep right there, dog. And see, being a doctor, you know, and the thing about the respect I have for your profession is that you have a lot that you have to deal with. If I come in and, and something has happened to me, I'm going to be questioning you like you got the cure. You know, right. people, and then you have to be able to change your hat and be able to go home and then get your mind right because you had 50 people that you saw today wanted to know why and how long. And all you right. could give them is, is a prescription. And then you have to keep moving. That's, but, that's you know, a lot. And, and, and I say, too, I, I always like to, to give my patients my honesty. I think I owe them that. Mm-hmm. Um, because even with medical questions, even with all of my education and training, sometimes I just don't know. Mm, and I'm sure they respect that highly. And and, and, and I tell people, you know, I, I don't know why this is or I don't know why this is working. This is not working. And sometimes I can refer you to somebody and maybe they maybe they will have the answer. You know, I don't um, how I approach my practice. I don't feel that I am so much so of my my own self or my own ego that I have to have all of the answers. I can answer what I can, and then I can try and get you the help that I can give you. Mm. Um, and that's, that's what it is. Well, do you do you think that? Uh, and I know you got to go uh, again. Back to the whole spiritual foundation. I got I got time today. Okay, oh, okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I think that uh, again. I try to give people my experiences of what I've dealt with when there's something happened in my life, and I didn't know the answer. And my question was, okay, Lord, how long is it gonna be before I get through this, or how long is it gonna be before I get through this? And when you finally got on the other mm-hmm. side. Then you have a testimony you can tell others. I think what's right. odd about this is we all going through the same thing at the same time. And if you don't have right. something that you can rely on, like, see, I've been through some things, so I know and believe that it's going to get better mm-hmm. because of right. what, where I've been before. Okay. But if you don't have a testimony to rely on, you are in the dark. Well, it's up to those that have a testimony to speak on it. But you can't, it's, you know how hard it is to speak. I can speak to you about my testimony and say, okay, mm-hmm. it's going to get better. I was sick one time and Doc gave me this, but it took me so long and I didn't get well. You can hear it, but mm-hmm. when you live. But it's until you go through until it. Until you go right. through it, you right. can just right. teach, teach, teach. I agree. And that, I guess at that point, Doc, all we could do is just keep checking in on yourself. Okay, well, where are you today? And just take exactly. them step by step. Like I was telling Doc earlier, mm-hmm. you can only eat a little bit at a time. I remember this lady told me the best way to eat an elephant was one bite at a time. One wow. bite at a time. Wow. I said, that's okay. Right. And, and I, that's, how you, that's how you have to do life because you can't do nothing about what you can't do nothing about. This is very true. Yeah. Doc. Very true. I tell you, I really appreciate you. Y'all. We, so, we, you know, Doc and I have a Zoom call. Y'all, see, they get a chance to see the medical side of you. They don't get a chance to see the fun side when you be laughing and <laughs> a good time. <laughs> but we be having a good time. <laughs> we all do our Zoom call. Doc, thank you so very much. Is there any final words you want to tell these people right now that's listening to you? Leave them with something positive. Leave them with something, Doc. Write us a prescription, Doc. Write write us a prescription till next week, okay? Yeah, write us a prescription till next week, all right? So so here here we go. What I I tell people when they're going through something is that I I liken it to seasons. Mm. Mm. This may be your season. You know, everybody's got a season to win. Everybody's got a season to lose. And I don't know what season you may be in. But just as the seasons of weather of nature change, this season can change for you, too. I like that. Mm, I so like we just got to hang on in there until the season changes. And hopefully it will be a change for the better. Right. Wow. 
All right, Doc. Thank you so much. Doc, you said you had, a, you. You, had, you had a fan that listens to your show, right? Yes, my mother listens. So, <laughs> hey, Mom. <laughs> she heard that. <laughs> awesome. All right, y'all. Thank you. Thank you, Doc, Alrighty. so much. Thank we really, you really appreciate we'll see that. Y'all next week. Y'all be Thanks, well and be, be blessed. Safe. You, you too, too, Doc. Be Thanks be a lot. All right. All right. Bye. All right, y'all, that was Dr. Hines giving us a word. So we didn't have Dr. Alexander give us a word. Dr. Hines gave us a word. Dr. Sue is going to give us one in a minute. She, she, she's, uh, she's up next. She's in, yeah, she's, uh, actually, I don't think she's called in yet, but she, uh, she may or may not call in. She has a situation. She's, you know, they had a bomb threat in Alabama. Bro, what's going on? I, I don't know. Okay. Well, don't know. Well, what, what, with the statue, the statue they, they took down the Robert, Lee, the Robert E. Lee statue, I think. Okay. And uh, people are having some moments about that. Wow. So, but anyway, so we got another. I got another song, my other song that I had. Okay. That this is gonna be ready for you. Uh, yeah, this is Alvin and Edmund. <laughs> Where you been, man? I had to run out to the restroom, man. Uh, We're drinking a lot of water. All right, yeah, yeah. We drink a lot look. of water. We drink a lot. I came of water. In, yeah, that's good. That's good. We drink man. a lot of water. Yeah. All right, y'all. We'll be right back. All right.
Right, y'all. Show me. That was not me. You just had to get your little lyrics on the mic. I had to get a little bit in there. Last yeah. week he wanted to rap, but that's a whole nother story. Hey, y'all. that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doc, <laughs> that was <laughs> Doctor Sue. Yes, yes, yes. You there? You there? <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm here. Who are you serenading? You, you love your love songs. What's happening? Hey, what's I, going I, on? I'm trying to serenade to the world right now. We got a lot going on, so put a little, uh, little bit of that out there too. Okay. Which one of those songs was your favorite? I'm sorry? Which one of those two songs? Did you hear both songs? I did not. I did not. I was on the phone. You missed Al Green? With some, with, with some uh, work, with some work stuff. Yeah. Know? Yeah, we had uh, the Reverend, Reverend Al Green. And yeah, then the Reverend Al Green. Right. <laughs> what was he saying? What did he sing? What was, what was the song? Still in Love. That was album selection, and he was trying to battle, make you pick one between the two, and mine was Howard, Howard Hewitt. Show now, me. I'm going to take Still and Love. Now, I heard Howard, the Howard Hewitt song. Okay. I'm going to take Al Green over Howard Hewitt. I know, that's right. Amen. Howard. The church say amen. Uh, yes, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing today? Uh, 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 I'm, doing, I'm doing well. So I wanted to talk uh, a little bit about reflection and, and self-discovery. Okay. Okay. Um, before I talk about that, just to just the pub, you know, I have two podcasts. I do... Uh, Meditative messages and compelling conversations, and another one I do is the Wellness Enclave. So it's a busy month for the month of June. So of course I'll be celebrating uh, Black Music Month. But uh, another one of my shows I'm going to talk about trauma. Uh, I think that's really important to talk about right now because there's a lot of stuff going on with COVID, and then right behind COVID we're having you know the protests um, and, and things of that nature. Uh, I will also for Father's Day have a show that's called Conversations with the Father and Responsibilities of the Man. Wow. And I'm going to take everyday men that I know, must have children, some, but some do not. But I, I want to just ask him, it's just going to be, what do you think your role in the community is as, as a male? As a black male, what, what do you think your role in the community is? What are some conversations you have with your father? Or what are some conversations you wish your father would have had with you? So just asking just basic questions and just running and just running them through and just listening to the responses. Um, and then Juneteenth, I want to talk about Juneteenth. I'm, I'm going to have a show on paradigms, paradoxes, and policies. 
So that wow. that's kind of going to touch a little bit on um, uh, the protest, but not so much as the protest. I want to look at the broader spectrum of that and where we are in terms of what we're considering freedom, okay. considering what Juneteenth represents. Okay, and we want to make sure that definition of freedom is broader than I can walk around without chains and shackles. Wow. You know, because chains and shackles are not always physical. Mm. Okay. Mm. Wow. So, again, just tune in. I upload every Friday, or, or my guy Charles uploads every Friday because I'm not tech savvy. I'm not tech savvy like Alvin and stuff like that, so I have to pay people. So, yes, I'm um, very tech savvy. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, reflection and self discovery. So, here's, here's one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is because. Uh, a lot of people are going through a time right now where it's a time of discomfort. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it could be whatever's happening with COVID-19 um, or and or it could be whatever's going on with the protest. You know, it, and it's not just COVID-19 and the protest. We've talked about this before. Things trickle down. Mm-hmm. So you don't know what, what what's going on in somebody's relationship. You don't know what's going on with employment and finances. We don't know that and how that's impacting individuals. We don't even know what's going on with people's health, okay? Because a lot of times, or during COVID-19, you know, there were a lot of people who were actually sick, but because they were not, um, they did not present as symptomatic for COVID-19, some of their treatments were, were put aside in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Like, I know people who were going, uh, uh, going to chemo, and actually their chemo stopped due to covid so you have, you have people with health issues. You have people who need to get their blood pressure medication who are unable to do so um, for various reasons. So COVID and, and um, again, protests. So here's the thing. When we're going through some type of discomfort, I don't want to call it chaos, because a lot of times when you're going through chaos, it's very hard to reflect on self because mm-hmm. you're just trying to get through that chaos. So, okay. So, so that. So, yeah. We got to do the FCC thing. Got to go to the commercial. Got to okay. yeah, do FCC, get them their little, they little uh, store credit, and then we'll be right, right, <laughs> right back. Okay. Hold that thought. Okay. All right. You are tuned into WWE Hakeville. AM 1100. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. All right. Did y'all see, see me do right. a disclaimer so real quick? You did. <laughs> so when we're looking at the self-reflection, one of the reasons I say it's good to look at that when you're dealing with discomfort is because when you're dealing with discomfort, it's just that. It's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of thinking to yourself a lot of times, right, I'm on center. Something is not right. At some point, it will hit you. For some of us, it hits us sooner rather than later. For others, you know, it, it, might, it might not hit you for like six months to a year. That's a long time to be uncomfortable, but at the end of the day, you don't know what's going on. And most of the time, you don't know what's going on until people around you start saying, you know what, you're getting on my nerves. <laughs> or, they stop de- or they stop dealing with you, mm-hmm. okay? Or you start seeing a lot, of, a lot of losses. So like loss of job, loss of finance, like just, just a number of losses. So here's the thing. When you start feeling discombobulated for a period of time, and when I say discombobulated, off-center, that's when I say it's good for you to look at what's going on. You know why? Because you're trying to get back on your center. Mm. You're trying to get back on your center. So what you do with that reflection is you say to yourself, hmm, what's going on? When did I start feeling like this? 
when was the last time I actually felt like I was centered? Because sometimes we can say I'm off-centered. And then we go back and we try to find, okay, this is when I started feeling discombobulated. What can I do? But oftentimes we're lost in what we can do to get back on center. So then what you have to do is think about this. When was the last time I felt like everything was going well, even even mm. when? Even when things were chaotic in my environment, I was still at peace. See, that's when you know you're at center. That's when you know you're at center. When was the last, what was I doing to make myself feel that way? Now, here's a, here's a good thing and a bad thing about that. Sometimes a lot of what I might ask an adult, when was the last time you felt good or you felt like you were on center? It takes them two or three minutes to respond to me because it's been that long. That's a problem. Mm. That, yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, and you're laughing, but that's a problem. Yeah. Because we because we get tied up in daily life and the mundane, and we think the mundane and paying bills and watching TV and dealing with the significant other that's getting on our nerves, we think that's where our life is supposed to go. Yep. We think that's adulthood. That, and that's not, that's, that might be part of it, but it ain't got to be your whole life. Right. Okay, it doesn't have to be your whole life. So <clears throat> with that, one of the things that you have to look at as well, too, is, it takes a lot of people don't want to do that self-reflection because they'll start with it and they'll say, okay, what do I need to do? What's been going on? So if I'm anxious, what is this event that's been going on? Am I always anxious when things like this happen? Here's why a lot of people don't want to do self-reflection. That's the easy part. Now what you have to do is go back and find out how do I handle situations? Do I handle situations like this all of the time when I'm feeling uncomfortable? Do I isolate? Do I go and cuss people out all the time? Do I blame people for things all the time? Do those things sound familiar to anybody? Or am I just throwing that out there? I don't know none of none of those. You don't know none of them? Okay. I don't know none of them. I don't know none of them. I don't know none of them. I don't have none of those problems. You have to do something called, you have to do something. They call it in in the 12-step program, they call this personal inventory. And they do it twice within the 12-step. I think it's the fourth step and the ninth step. I can't remember. But... It's personal inventory. You know what personal inventory is. Mm-hmm. I want a lot of people don't get through those steps. They don't get through that step too well because you got to look at the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay. Mm. See, we like, see, we like to look at the good and we like to look at events that have caused us to, that we feel like that have caused us to behave a certain way. But when you really are doing reflection and you're trying to move towards awareness, mm-hmm. And then, toward, and, and then towards that discovery piece, because awareness and, and discovery are right there. What you really have to do is look at what part did I play in these things and how could I have viewed these things differently? What is my thought process that allows me to keep getting pulled back into this hole, wow. into this abyss? Mm. You have to look at that. And you have to look at how is why and why is it then that I behave like this? Is it something that happened to me in childhood? Because you may not know. It could be something when you're reflecting on it happened to you in childhood. Is it something that just happened to me? Or do I do this to protect myself? Do I push people away to protect myself? Or when I feel discomfort because I like to have control of everything, because that's a lot of us, right? I like to have control of everything, including my emotions and, and, and all of those things like that. Because I have to have control of my environment and everything else, then I'd rather walk around and be a pain in the butt and be fussy <laughs> and cuss everybody out. <laughs> wow. Then to, really, then to really look at myself and understand I really don't have control because if I did, I wouldn't be acting like this. Mm. And, and, and what have you done to other people to make your story ring true to you? Mm. even though it's really not the truth and everybody sees it but you. Wow. 
what have you done to do? So here's the importance of having, of moving. Once you start moving through that and you understand that none of us is perfect, you understand that, you know, all of us have done some things that we should not have done. All of us have done some things that were low down. All of us have a, a streak of maybe a little bit of envy in us is just how far you take it. Once you understand those things, you understand why you do them, then you start becoming self-aware. And self-awareness is great because what self-awareness allows you to do is this, not only understand why you do the things you do, not only understand yourself, but it also allows you to empathize with others. And here's the thing that's really important. And when I say empathize, meaning even though you haven't been through something, and even if you don't agree with something, you try to understand what they're going through and you do understand those feelings. You may not agree with them, but you understand it. But here's the thing that's really big. You also understand how you're perceived mm. by others. All this is on the self-reflection. Correct. Self-reflection and you move into that awareness. And once you get like that, then you know what? It's easier for you to become a giving person. It's easier for you to understand because it's all about improvement. Mm -hmm. So it's easier for you to understand when you know what, Donna, that's not that's not right. I need to work on that. I need to work on that. I need to ask people what I need to do to work. It's easier than to admit that you made a mistake and not think it's the end of the world and say, hey, man, you know what? I apologize. You know, that, that's, that's my bad. You might not be able to do a long apology, but if you can throw out my bad, that's good for a lot of people. It's <laughs> a start. Yep. <laughs> you know, wow. that's, that's good. You say, man, that's, that's my bad. Because you would be surprised then at the energy that comes back to you. Mm -hmm. You would be surprised at how healthy and how light you start to feel. When I say light, meaning your, your, your head, you ain't top heavy in your, in your mind. So. You would be very surprised how those things help you. They become beneficial. You would be surprised how when you are feeling light and that energy is coming towards you, that positive energy, you can move forward and doing some other things in your life and opportunities just open up for you. All of those things are healthy, and it also allows you that self-awareness. It will allow you, and it's self-discovery. It's an ongoing process. It will also allow, allow you to have peace in the midst of chaos. And the reason I say that is because as soon as you start feeling off-centered as opposed to waiting six months, you can feel yourself. It's not right. You're like, let me get myself together and figure out what I'm doing and how I can turn this negative into a positive or how I can just figure out the power through but still maintain my sanity and be respectful of others. Do you believe that um, if we do this self-awareness thing with all that's going on, it would distract us from all of that? heavy stuff that go on and we'll be able to actually mentally sound like help ourselves in the midst of, our, of everything going on. I believe self-awareness will allow you to, I believe it will allow you to do that. And keep in mind what I said with self-awareness, it allows you to see how others perceive you as well. And so you will not be as negatively impacted if people who don't know you are perceiving you a certain way because of your color. Hmm. Okay. And so what that means, it doesn't mean like, you know, I always tell you this. It doesn't mean life is going to be perfect. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. Right. What I am saying is when you have that awareness, it's easier for you to understand that when people are coming. Because remember, I said it provides empathy as well. Mm -hmm. So if people are so understanding of others and their feelings. So even if people are coming at you like we used to say when I was growing up, even if somebody coming at you sideways. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah. Even like like I and, I and I've had that happen on jobs and everywhere. Uh, and, and even when people are coming at you sideways, you can say that ain't got nothing to do with me. Right. That that that's your mess, you and it's legitimately that. your mess, not mine. It's legitimately. And you leave them to mess. deal with that. Well, I'm sorry. And you're saying you leave them to deal with that. You don't put that on your plate. Absolutely. You have enough on your plate. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Just tell just tell the person, you know, when I hope you feel better. It's depending on the relationship you have with the person. I hope you feel better. <laughs> you know, are you are you having a bad day today? It, it's okay. Tell me what's going on. Yeah. And that's not even a counseling technique. That's just like I said, okay. Mm. I see you're, I see you're having a bad Because that doesn't have anything to do with me. Why? If I don't know you, and sometimes even if I do know you, and, and you're having a bad day, or you, or I can kind of, you know, figure out if something is going on with you, and and you're talking to me in a certain way or saying certain things. Why should that negatively impact me when that's when that's you? If you're not getting ready to put your hands on me, if you're not if you're not verbally abusive, if you say something once or disrespectful, and 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 again, let me be clear. If if you're doing too much, you do need to say, wait, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Bro, bring it down. You, and bring you, it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you seem like you have, and I've done that before. I don't even raise my voice. I say, okay. Wait, I say, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. You seem, you seem like you're, you know, you're having a bad day. So either we need to start over, or I'll talk to you later. I'll get some on your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all sound like some gangsters. Let's go. <laughs> but I don't walk off being upset especially if it's a friend or somebody i don't walk off being upset i might I'm, you know i might even call them about you know next day or two and say you're doing okay right now <laughs> See, or, I, like, or i just or that's i just like say you, call me when you feel better that's not like you pick or, and, and, you're, and you're right doc because you know energy is transferred and sometimes somebody could have just gone through something and they bringing that out on you and you're like well, hold slow your roll just a little bit let's you need to talk right. about what's going on and like you say you don't you know receive that energy because if you take that on they give you that and you take that on and you have no idea of where it's coming from and now you go home with it you know and now you deal, you're dealing with your kids or your husband your wife or whatever in this situation and and now you're putting that in your home absolutely so I, yeah. absolutely it transfer it, it absolutely transfers yeah. and and the other thing is this when you do have those feelings of anger and you feel like they are appropriate they are legitimate feelings of anger and it is about a situation it is about a situation or, and I'll get into the person if, if I have time, but if it's about a situation, there are legitimate feelings of anger, then step back. See, here's where self-awareness helps. You can step back and say, what am I truly angry about? Is it something that I felt like I've neglected to do? Is it because somebody else is treating somebody like this? Do I feel a certain, why do I feel this way? How do I need to transfer my anger? See, that energy you have, you can put that passion towards something else. And how, how can I transfer this anger and this energy where it's going to result in something that's going to be productive mm -hmm. and beneficial? And that's what a lot of people all over the world are doing now, transferring that energy. And putting it, right. It's, yeah. it's and, that, and, and that's important because if you don't. If you don't understand what is going on with you, you'll just continue to go down a deep hole. It's just going to continue to get deeper and deeper and deeper. And that self-reflection is very important. And, and, and I really feel like it should be done on a regular basis. It's an ongoing process. I think it's, it's an ongoing process. It sounds like a part of meditation would be great to do as a part of meditation, add it into your meditation every day. Kind of self-reflect the way you are. I agree. I along with the rest of your meditation. Yeah. And, and Absolutely. I, I think agree. it's a growing process, too, just learning yourself. Because if you're changing and growing every day, then you're continuously learning who you are. So it shouldn't be something Correct. that you actually stop, you know? 
Yeah, we... Right, because it does improve your critical thinking skills. It has, it's been shown to improve your critical thinking skills, your decision-making skills, and it's a big part of emotional wellness because emotional wellness is not, and when I say controlling your feelings, it, it, it does not stuffing your feelings down. It's understanding your emotions, being able to express your emotions in a healthy manner, and, and understanding how to, how to control your emotions and not let your emotions control you. So look, this is the final question I'm asking before we get ready to go. Let you go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So are you are you are you suggesting to some people to uh, replace self reflection with less um, libations? <laughs> <laughs> it would be beneficial, but you know what, Alvin? I've seen some people do libations and and and, and smoke a little marijuana, and they seem to have more self reflection doing that. I'm not advocating that, but they seem to think they have more self reflection with that. They start talking like. Like, you know, Socrates, when he said that, and you're looking at them saying, what are you talking about, man? We're trying to play spade. I don't, <laughs> understand, play spade. What, I don't understand what you're saying. But no, I do. I say, yeah, replace. I, I absolutely, absolutely, I would say, um, you know, replace that, start working on that self-improvement. Because this was really the time to do that. Like, during this time of COVID, COVID. I'm not, yes. even during COVID, this yes. was really the time to look and see how did I behave in this, how did I work? through this situation did i work through it in a healthy manner or did i not and if i didn't why not mm-hmm. so 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 this was really a time to self-reflect and to self-reflect and say am i blessed am i fortunate because is it that i have a lot of things around me that i don't necessarily need and i've gotten spoiled and and i can look around and say you know what i really don't need to go to this place or that place i'm just spoiled there's a lot of people that don't have this i have what i need yep. it's a time it's always a time for self-reflect, even if things are not discomfort. I'm just saying that's a better, to, that's that's a good time to do it. Not a better, but it's a good time to well, do this, it. This is the uh, first. May time. I make a request from you, gentlemen, before so so either play this today or tomorrow? Sure. Can I make a request. Go ahead and put it in. There. I want you. I want you to play a deeper love by Aretha Franklin. Oh, that house is, version. That is coming up. Did, next. did you hold on? Did she say house version? She said house version. All right. <laughs> we do not. Have, <laughs> we do not have enough room for you to be carrying on in the studio right there. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put that on for you. Doc, thank you so okay. much. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right. Be All safe. Right. Thank you. Thank All right. you. Thank All right. All right, y'all. That was Dr. Sewell. You heard her request, DJ. Did you hear her request? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. All right, y'all. We got Deeper Love coming up by Aretha Franklin. We'll be right back. The house version.
here alone with a lover unlike no other. Sad to see a new horizon slowly coming into view. Yeah, I wanna be. All right, y'all. You know who can pick this song right here, right? Are you going to come in on my song like that? I mean, you don't want to pick the song you all pop locking and can on. The soul sonic. <laughs> y'all, let me tell you, he's he rapping, he's singing, he's a professional designer. <laughs> hey, uh, did I leave our song? DJ, uh, chef. You, you can't Everything, cook. Barbara. Hey. Barbara. I forgot about the Barbara pop. Renaissance man. That's what Renaissance they Rapper. Rapper. <laughs> Rapper. Yeah. Can't cook, but yeah, all of those. Uh-oh, uh-oh. You can't you can't cook. I can do a little something. No, man, I that do is a little not something. hot pockets do not count. Nah, bro. I stay with some hot pockets. Hot pockets. <laughs> hey y'all, we've had an amazing show today. Great show, great uh, show. There's a lot, lot going on right now. There is a lot going on in I tell you, all you can do is just take one day at a time. That's the best medicine. If you try to take on too much, it's too much for you to handle. Yeah. You know, it is too much for you to handle. If you try to take it all in, you will be wore out and you will be able to sleep at night. You have anxiety. The best medicine I can tell you is just take one dose of life at a time. Yeah. Because by the time you get through watching all of the news outlets, all of the social media outlets, <clears throat> and just dealing with your everyday life and trying to do what you need to do, you. There's no medication that's gonna help you, so. and, and, and don't don't rush it. You know, um, I think where we are right now, we're trying to hurry up and get through, hurry up and get through. You know, to the end just of the week. Just play the record out. Yeah, just, just play the record just out. Let it play just because play the out. you don't want to look up and so much time has passed and you really can't even you know say what you've accomplished or done within that time because you was trying to pass it by so quick. Hey man, the stock doing good. Is it? Mm-hmm. I know. I know this like off base, but uh, yeah. All right, y'all. I know uh, a place where they can invest. What? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you want to tell me about telling about that no, next we'll, week? We'll, we'll talk about uh, that next uh, week. Okay, so everybody, I'm gonna say this real quick. Next week, next Friday, I will be don't put that song in. Doc. Rep. I'll get on, go my, on. My, my co-host does not know that I will be hijacking the show on Friday. Um, so I got some stuff. Um, you know, hopefully we'll be in a good place. You know, we're gonna week. be in a good place. Yeah, we are gonna we're gonna speak yeah. that out there. So right. I want to just give a shout out to all my creatives. Um, all my entrepreneurs, all my artists, my musicians, my uh, designers, stylists, makeup artists, photographers, all that. Just keep going. So next week, next Friday, I got something for everybody. Please tune in. Listen. We'll have a great show. Good DJ for to take over the house. All right. Do your thing. We'll see y'all later. All right.
Thank you for listening to this special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. We hope the information provided will help in every way possible. For more information, please visit oldfashionedhealth.com. Tune in at this time next week and stay safe.